Hello, welcome to Aero Bandwidth, your source for everything you need to know about the technologies, trends, and concepts that are steering our industry today. We hope that you enjoy this episode, and if you do, please subscribe. Hello, folks. Welcome to another episode of Aero Bandwidth. I'm your host, Tamor Rasik, Technical Solutions Manager at Aero Electronics. With me co-hosting today is one of our solutions architects, Larry Bourgeois. Hey, Larry, how are you today? Hey, Tamora, doing well. Glad to be back on another uh, Aero Bandwidth podcast. Hey, man, it's always a pleasure to have you on here. Today, we're going to be talking with some folks from a awesome company called Store Magic. We've got Tom uh, Ward. He's our director of channel sales for the U.S. for Store Magic, and we also have Mark Christie. He is the director of technical services. Mark's actually joining us from across the pond over in the U.K. So a little bit of a time zone difference, but Mark, we definitely appreciate your time. Tom, how are you two? Doing great today, guys. Thanks for having us. Looking forward to the conversation. Of course, no. Thank you for coming. Do you guys want to tell us a little bit more about yourselves? How long you've been with Store Magic, and maybe dive into about what Store Magic is? Sure. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be glad to kick it off. Yeah, glad to kick it off. Yeah, I've been with Store Magic a little over a year now. I've been in the industry for a little over twenty years. Not not to date myself, so I'm actually an ex-aero guy also. So work for some partners. I'm sure people would recognize out there. So I've got a pretty diverse background in in the channel. Um, I'll let Mark uh, tell us a little bit about himself, and then we'll we'll go into what Store Magic is and what we do. Perfect. So I'll be the guy that stands out, thanks to the funny accent, I guess, throughout this thing. Uh, so I've been with Store Magic for ten years, and anything customer facing is my remit. I'm I'm keen to solve customer problems, make sure that we are building the right solution, and and um, you know, getting them where they want to be effectively. So that that's what really gets me going. Oh, that's awesome. So I'm a technologist at heart as well. So that kind of stuff gets me going as well. So I think we just became best friends. <laughs> um, and trust me, the accent is not funny. It's actually really cool. And uh, you might think, or people might think it's funny here, but I'm sure my accent is uh, funny over there too, right? Uh, so Store Magic, uh, what does it do? What, what do you guys do? How long have you guys been around for? What makes you guys special? Yeah. So yeah, Store Magic, like, like I said, Mark is, is based over, over the pond. So we are a UK-based company. We've been around, thir- I think, going on 14 years now. Uh, we've been around quite a while. We've got a number of, of customers people would recognize out there, um, large in the retail. We'll kind of go into some of those use cases. Um, we do focus on the on the storage-defined software market, and we have a security pro- product, which is going to be um, key management and encryption, which we're going to focus on, on our storage-defined software product today mainly. Um, Mark, do you want to add anything on to that? I know you've been here longer than me. Maybe you want to tell me a little more about your background with the background with the company. I would just suggest that the sort of key tenant that the entire organization works to is making the complex simple. Uh, We focus on smaller edge environments. And if you're going to scale that to thousands and thousands of locations, like a lot of our use cases, you know, those things become absolutely paramount. So making the complex simple, the right solution for the right problem. That's where we focus ourselves. So Mark and Tom, can I ask, what is it about your software-defined storage solution that lends itself well to that edge case compared to some of the other solutions that are out there? Uh, forgive me, that was aimed at myself or Tom? Um, either one. Okay, uh, well, I'll, I'll take point there, no problem at all. Uh, so again, it's all about doing more with less. 
um, you know, again, where we talk about environments that are, are 3,000 locations, 5,000 locations, even a small amount of overhead, a small amount of additional cost starts to add up very quickly. Uh, I have a, a great story of one of our customers, 5,400 locations, and I went, well, hey, you, you've got these extra NIC cards out there. Could we just put a patch lead between the two of them, you know, flippant comment as you do? Uh, suddenly that figure added like an extra $100,000, $200,000 when you scale it to those kind of environments. So, you know, even just a, a small crossover cable uh, getting getting interesting uh, at that kind of scale, it, it's a really fun environment to be working in. So low overhead, lightweight footprint. Oh, that's cool. So if I understand correctly, the S and SV SAN stands for store magic, and then the V SAN is just virtual SAN. But isn't like virtual SAN already out there? I mean, really, what makes your guys' product so special? Yeah, I go. I'll go ahead and kick kick on that a little bit. Uh, add on to that. Mark may want to add on later. Um, yeah, if you if you talk about V SAN, that is another a name for another product out there, which is a competitor of ours. And, so you may be familiar with that. What really separates us from our from our competition and some of the other edge solutions um, is going to be really like Mark kind of touched a little bit, but the flexibility, the lightweightness, but also you know some of the things that we can do that they don't do. We can work on any X6 server. We can work with any hypervisor. We can work with any type of hard drive. You could even have two you know on a two node solution. You could actually have one server that has two terabytes of solution, one that has four terabytes of solution. Now you're going to get the you're going to get the you know the value of the lower server but you don't have to have like hardware the hardware requirements for our solution are a lot lower than some of our competitors most of our competitors so in essence you could reutilize hardware um you know bring down the cost of the overall solution now uh, obviously if you're looking for the best you know the best performance best speeds and feeds you know we can talk about that and help you and help you size out your servers but we're just a lot more flexible than a lot of the competitors does, does that make sense to you guys so, oh, yeah. so let me Go make ahead, sure man. that I understand that. So really all you're saying is that at one of those edge locations, if you have two servers, your software allows that to become a kind of a highly available system so that they get some, some redundancy and failover versus having that situation where if a single server dies, that Absolutely. site's down. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what we're there for. So it, you got a remote site, you don't have a lot of IT, you've got a synchronous mirror. So if one hard drive goes down on one server, the other one takes over right away. You don't lose any, you don't have any downtime. Also a great use case for that, as Mark alluded to earlier, is the retail sector. So if you have, let's say a convenience store out there, and right now, let's say you're running one server with, with a SAN, um, if any part of that solution goes down, you're not able to build your customers now, you're not able to run your gas pumps, so on and so on. With a two node cluster, if one server has a problem, the other one takes over, you're still up and running that store without IT being get back and service that server tomorrow. So it is a high availability solution. Um, and lots of use cases, the edge, the IOT, any place where you know, you're gonna have limited space, you're gonna have not a lot of IT people, or you know, you just you just don't have anyone to service it. That's gonna be key for us. So we're gonna keep you up and running um, low cost without a lot of a lot of IT intervention. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's actually really cool. So what I just gathered from all that, if I were to simplify this down into just like a one sentence, like pitch, maybe or a definition or summary, uh, I'm understanding is that as it's a lightweight code that is hardware agnostic, it, hypervisor agnostic, works on any x86 server or CPU type. So you don't have to worry about having compatible hardware. You can use your existing infrastructure. 
and it offers redundancy at the edge, whether it's a remote IoT solution or a robo solution like a remote office or branch office, retail convenience stores. You simply throw two boxes in there, two servers, and it creates redundancy so you protect your data almost like a hyper-converged type environment without the price tag of a true hyper-converged deployment. Am I understanding that correctly? You you nailed it there. Any any I think you I think you got everything down. Did did he miss anything, Mark? Uh, I think you can come and work for us. <laughs> uh, when Absolutely. do I start? That <laughs> product sounds amazing. I mean, it's so lightweight. It allows you to maximize the resources that are on those two lighter servers without having to build a robust solution at the edge. And it's all software based, so and vendor or hardware agnostic. So, I, the, the bit that uh, I, like, I love, I love the plug and play. Uh, if I can just add there, we, we say about the edge, and that means different things to different people. But you know, referencing some of the other solutions, Visa and everything else. You know, they're fantastic products, but it's a data center focused product. If I can tell some of the stories that I've had with some of the environments where SVSAN is running over the years, we've had, you know, crowbars taken to servers, for example. We've had, you know, a Humvee drive through an environment, for example. The edge is not a nice, clean, air-cooled, access-controlled environment. It's all about providing that resiliency across a couple of servers that are shoved under somebody's desk or in a cupboard under the stairs or in a kitchen or, or something like that. It's, it's those smaller environments where resiliency is absolutely key because because downtime costs money, it costs employees, it, it costs time and revenue and brand potentially when we're talking retail. Ah, so if I, sorry to interject, but then if I understand correctly, this product is not intended for large scale enterprises in the data center then. This is gonna be more the small, medium business, the edge locations inside an airplane, potential like military deployments out on the edge, oil mines, things like that. So I would certainly say that's our best fit. But I would also say that we do have customers that use us in the data center environment for for simpler solutions. If they don't need dedupe or async or, or the feature rich piece, they just want some simple block storage. We absolutely have a fit there in the data center as well. I mean, as an example, I have a customer that uses about 100 terabytes of SVSAN storage alongside 750 terabytes of a vSAN environment. Now, if somebody said to me 750 terabytes as a as a store magic, you know, support rep, as it were, I'd be going, well, okay, maybe, but it, it's not really our fit. Whereas is that sort of tier two storage alongside it makes a fantastic solution to bring that price point down rather than needing to have, you know, high end technology where perhaps those features aren't needed. Well, I have, I have a question, Mark and Tom. So that's awesome. I mean, that, that sounds like a fantastic solution. When you get somebody that has 1,000, 5,000, 10,000 retail locations all running SVSAN, how do you how do you keep track of all of that? How do you monitor that and make sure everything is running? Do you have any sort of a centralized monitoring tool or something that your customers are using to to take care of and manage those environments? Absolutely, we do. Now, every single one of my robo customers today uh, is out there using VMware because it is the known platform and, and hence the references to vSAN being the, the competitor product that we see all the time because it makes sense. It just adds its own complexities. Now, because VMware and because known platform, you then get vCenter. To that effect, we, we've been a, a VMware tap partner for the last you know, 10, 15 years. We're on their VCG and we have a plugin that runs you know, within that vCenter to give you that centralized management. 
Now, absolutely alerting, monitoring, you know, pick your protocol, syslog, SNMP, whatever works for you. But actually, you can then do everything within, you know, those centralized vCenters. So it is a concept in that robo configuration of a centralized IT team, you know, centralized active directory, you know, data center environment at that layer, but being able to centrally manage those remote edge environments. So, you know, where, again, you're not going to have an IT guy out in 3000 store locations. You can do everything from your hardware remote management to the hypervisor within vCenter to our plugin within there from a storage aspect as well. So you can manage the entirety of the stack uh, in, in those examples. Now, it so seems like I read something about you guys having like a witness out there. What What is that exactly? Uh, Tom, why don't you take that one and I'll dive in. Yeah, I was going to, I was just reading my mind there. I was just going to add on to that, Larry. So I was going to say, one, one thing that does separate us from our competition I didn't touch on earlier was the thing, something called the witness. The witness is basically what keeps the two node solution in check. So if something goes wrong, that's going to notify, you know, the IT person or, or whoever is it. Now our witness can run up to 1,000 locations per one witness. Uh, it's super lightweight. It can, look, it can run on something as small as a Raspberry Pi. Um, it can run in the cloud. It can run at, it can run at the location. It can be run anywhere, right? Very lightweight solution, allows you to keep track of, you know, like an example, we have a large retailer who has 4,000 locations. They're running four witnesses for all 4,000 locations. So if something goes, so a lot of our competition may be one-to-one, um, VMware has just upgraded theirs. And we won't advertise that, but they can do one to 64. Um, people will know that anyways. Now they were one to one until just a month ago. So with that said, you can see if you get up in the thousands of locations, how much more hardware you're going to have to have to run to run those those locations. And also there's is more more or more technology intensive. So it's not going to be as lightweight as our solution. Did I cover that okay, Mark? Or do you want to add a few more bullet points to that? <laughs> I, I mean, look. Any solution that doesn't have quorum protection on it, I would start raising questions, especially when we talk, start talking about the edge. You know, quorum and, and you know data protection on an enterprise level, you know, is absolutely critical. So, you know, be it three node, be it two plus a witness or however you're gonna do it, it's all about balancing cost versus resiliency. SVSAN was designed for these robo environments, uh, and the key piece is that quorum communication, exactly as Tom referenced. So uh, a single shareable witness, that one to a thousand, it, it can go higher than that. That's a line in the sand, you know. It's it's you know it becomes unwieldy to administer that, you know, beyond that I would guess, you know. But you, you could absolutely do more than that if you chose to. But but the key detail with that is that that witness can live anywhere. When we say the cloud, when I say live anywhere, I'm referencing latency. This thing will tolerate 3000 milliseconds. It could literally live on the other side of the moon if you chose to put it there. I'm, I'm not saying I would, but you could do it. Um, it'll also tolerate then um, or, or leverage, utilize nine kilobits per second of bandwidth as the actual communication between those devices. Now, this is digging into the technical weeds a little bit, but, but the fundamental value there of, again, all of that lightweight messaging is do more with less. A lot of these environments are trying to, you know, do backups overnight out of those WAN links. Those WAN links might be unreliable, they might be slow. So actually, without the cost of having to upgrade all that, where you might not even physically be able to or, or absorb the cost to be able to do it, you know, the solution solves the problem with, with less requirements and a simpler environment, which is exactly what we're all about. Nice. So, so we may have kind of covered this in the conversation, but um, I mean, who out there do you compete with? And I was going to say, how do you differentiate yourselves from your competition? But I think you've kind of talked a little bit about that already. Anything you might add as to 
who do you find in the same market, if anybody, and what differentiates you from those other products? Yeah, I think, you know, I think we did cover quite a bit of that, Larry, but there are, there are a few more things I'd like to add. You know, we, we talked about, you know, the, the, if you look at our, our competitors, say, let's pull out a, you know, a vSAN or a scale or somebody like that who's doing, trying to do similar things, but in a different way. A lot of them are, have their own hardware. A lot of them have, uh, you have to have a certain type of hypervisor, it might be a KVM hypervisor, proprietary hypervisor. So if you want to get away from that hypervisor, you don't have that option. You're going to have to change solutions. With us, you could change hypervisors. You could still be, you know, running running our solution with any hypervisor, with any hardware, any x86. So if you want, if you decide you get mad at your hardware vendor and you want to switch hardware, not a big deal. We can just switch that license over to your new hardware. So those kind of things separate us a lot. Again, we also talked about um, where where we play, and we can like like Mark and Luke, we can play anywhere. We can play in a large data center. I wouldn't recommend that so much. We're really trying to focus. A lot of our competitors focus like a Nutanix is going to focus on that data center. If we're in the same conversation with Nutanix or vSAN, I like to tell people we're probably not having the right conversation. We're really looking for that small, maybe that small data center, someone who can't afford that more, you know, that more feature intensive solution that needs a block storage solution at the edge, at remote locations, or in that small data center. Uh, that's really what separates us. The availability to be more flexible, um, the lightweight, you know, the cost, obviously, um, you know, the, the set it and forget it type philosophies where we really excel. Anything you would you would add to that message, Mark? It's again, you know, the, the right solution for the right problem is how I would propose it. Uh, you know, some of the other vendors out there that have, you know, those extra technologies, you know, they require extra support. There's extra, you know, management involved and, you know, adds complexity, which which when you're in 3000 locations, you know, you've got a two node system. So that's 6000 servers. You know, that all adds additional operational thought, operational cost, operational everything, you know. So it, it's all about, you know, it does what it says on the tin, effectively. It, it's sit out there, do what it does and do what it does very, very well. Um, you know, one of the co quotes from one of our customers who, who lifted and shifted that software stack from one server generation to the next, you know, referencing what Tom was saying there about, you know, hardware flexibility. Uh, the quote is we gave them their nights back. The fact that you've got a small team of people that don't want to have to worry about those environments, you know, panicking about, oh, I've got to check this every day or once a week that so we've got to go through everything. It's just going to sit out there and work. You know, it, it's all about, you know, effectively being able to forget that it's out there because it just does what it does to a certain extent. So, yeah, right solution for the right environment. Data center, you know, you've got a team there, you know, they want to dig into this. They want to tweak it in every way possible and, and you know, get the very best out of it. If you want to throw something out there that's just going to do its job and do its job very well, you know, that that's where I would put us. Yeah. And one thing I will another one thing I'll add to that, Larry, is too, and we haven't really covered this so much. We talked a lot about re or people with lots of locations. And it, there's one of the largest hardware stores out there. And I won't mention any names. Um, everyone knows who they are. Um, they're using, let's say, Nutanix at their data center level. And then at their 4,000 plus stores across the United States, they're using Store Magic to run their point of sale to run their inventory, to run all those things that happen within the store where they don't have that IT staff, right? Where Because they, they can set it and forget it. We do, we do, one server, they have a problem with one server, the other one takes over, uh, they call their service guy, the next day they're back up to that high availability solution, right? So we're able to run all those things via the virtual machines within the store. Um, they can they can back, use whatever backup tool they want to back up the, the daily run or whatever. Um, could be Veeam, could be anyone, right? So we're real flexible on who we work with. We're simply, like I said, set it and forget it. Did I explain that correctly, Mark? Absolutely, yeah. Ah, uh, man, does Store Magic have 
you know, psychic powers or something? Because you read my mind. I was just going to ask you, like, how are people going to back up all their data? Are there any limitations <laughs> of that? Do you guys have any alliances with specific backup vendors that you suggest people to use? I mean, if we have like a Veeam customer, Rubrik, Veritas, Commvault customer out there, whatever, like, is this product right for them or wrong for them? Or is it just completely open? I'm going I'm to let Mark answer that one because he's, uh, completely he's with all of them. Yeah, completely open. I mean, I, if I reference a, a pharmacy chain that uses this, you know, similar example to the one that Tom was talking about, vSAN up in their data center, SVSAN at the edge, and they use a Veeam to be able to get their specific files and things like that that they need. They're subject to HIPAA regulations, so they use our encryption as well for, you know, that patient data, patient security as well. So, yeah, there, there's some really interesting mixes of things out there. But as far as partnerships, we're actually going to be releasing a, a solution brief with Zerto in the not too distant future as well. Very cool. Well, I do know that we've got a few podcasts out there with our Veeam uh, partners and, uh, you know, Arrow is a big proponent of Veeam as well, among other uh, backup suppliers. So just good to know that folks can come to Arrow to get this entire solution if they really need, you know, core to edge to cloud, it seems like. And so with that being said, if I were a customer and I wanted to go ahead and buy this, because frankly, I'm sold on Storm Magic, <laughs> uh, how would I buy this? Do I come directly to you guys? Do I have to go through channel partners? I mean, what's that flow look like for me? Sure, sure. I'll be glad to answer that one. So one of the greatest things about Store Magic is we are 100% channel. So Arrow is, is our distributor. Um, so basically, we can write anyone, any partner out there that's listening to this, um, a quote through Arrow. Um, like I said, you don't have to worry about us taking it direct. We don't do direct business. We're partner-friendly company. First one I've ever worked for in my 20-plus years. So that's the plus. You don't have to worry about that. We do have a registration program on our portal, uh, which gets the, the reseller 30% margin. With that, obviously, that's passed through Arrow. So, um, 10% with it without registration, 30% with it. So, in order to register an opportunity, I will tell you this: you do need to take our training on our portal. Uh, we do realize that's a big ask. So, I'll go ahead and say we do give a $25 Amazon gift card at least through the end of the year for anyone who goes out and takes our our portal training. Then you have the availability to register opportunities, download any kind of literature or things you might want to pass along to the customer, use cases, and that kind of thing. Um, with that said. Uh, like I said, we are super friendly with the channel. Um, you can reach out to Arrow, you can reach out to us, um, whatever, whatever you're more comfortable with. Sure. And that training is only like 45 minutes. It's really not that difficult. And that $25 Amazon gift card only makes it that much sweeter. Yeah. And we do I, have... I that, I'm sorry, Tom. This is me being rude, <laughs> but I, I'll just say that Tom completed that training, so it can't be that hard. <laughs> That's right. I've completed all. There's actually four out there. You only need to take the basic training, which is the easiest one. So if I can pass it, anyone can pass it. That's a great point, Mark. And the other thing I'll add on to that, we do at the end of each month, we have a $500 raffle. Um, we, someone just won it. We send out an email so you can see who won the $500 gift card. So that's uh, the big perk. Obviously, yeah, you know, you're going to get the $25 for sure, but you do stand a chance to get a little bit more. We realize, you know, we want, we want to we value our partner's time. We want to make sure we're, we're compensating for their time. And we think it'll pay for itself overall. Once you know our solution, um, had a, an example of the partner yesterday out west. She took the training last week. Uh, just yesterday, she registered her first deal with me um, for perfect. It's it's a remote location and edge type solution. So she obviously figured out oh, this is a good fit, and it was going against uh, a competitor. So um, she and she she knows she has a better chance of winning with us. So it, was a, it does pay off at times. So I would say go take it. And if you have questions about it, just give me a call. Oh, that all sounds fantastic. I mean, that's that's great that you're offering that. So, I mean, it sounds like a, a great product, but I, I'm guessing a product that maybe not as many people are familiar with. So if I wanted to, or if I'm a customer or a partner and I want to 
take a look at this, how would I go about doing some testing with your solution? Is there something you oh, can I, download or do you have a demo facility? How does that work? Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of different things you can do. First of all, you can reach out to Arrow or reach out to myself. But like I said earlier, whatever is easier for you. Um, we can do a demo for any of your customers. Mark's team is great at these. We've and we've, we've, we've kept them on at midnight. Sometimes we do all hours um, of the day. So whatever's convenient for your customer. But we love to do demos. I'd say once we get in and, and show the product to a customer, our odds of closing an opportunity go up, I'm going to say at least 70%. So um, instead of just quoting to the customer, offer that opportunity up to demo. Also tell them we have a free trial for our solution on our thing. They can download it for 10 days. If they need an extension, we can extend it an additional 10, 15, 30 days if needed. Um, but that that sells itself. That's one of our best sales tools. So anyone who wants to download the trial can get, get approved. Um, that comes right to me. I approve those usually within minutes, unless it looks like, unless the guy's got a Gmail you know, account or something like that, we can't verify. As long as it's a business email address and we can verify who the person is, we'll go ahead and approve that form. And obviously, better, always better to have a call with the customer if we can do that. So uh, Mark has done it. I'll let Mark talk. We've done a number of proof of concepts too with customers. Some of our larger deployments with large retail, maybe you want to touch on that a little bit, Mark? Well, I was just going to reference that, um, you know, if you want to run that bit more independent, then, you know, there's a fully supported trial there on the website as well. So, you know, as Tom referenced, you know, you, you can register for that and get it approved, but that allows you to trial SVSAN, uh, SVKMS and our key management as a service offering as well. Uh, and any engagement that you do need from myself and my team, you know, we, we love to get on, love to have a conversation and, and chat and, you know, see how we'll best solve those problems. So, yeah, ha happy to. So I guess uh, those are like the points of contact. Larry, is there an alias that we have or do they contact you directly or is it Darla or, um, you know, is there an email address people can reach you at or? Within Arrow right now, yes. Uh, myself as a solution architect and then uh, Darla Erickson is the supplier manager for StoreMagic. We don't have a dedicated StoreMagic alias today, but certainly Darla and I are both there to help with any questions anybody might have. Very cool. Well, awesome. I feel like I may be 5% smarter today, but realizing that there's so much cool stuff out there just it is mind blowing. It makes me realize how much I don't know about the IT world still after being in the industry for almost a decade now. So um, just I want to say my deepest thanks to you two gentlemen, Tom and Mark, for spending some time with us today helping me grow my knowledge and understand more about store magic, just some really, really cool technology. Seems like you really, really help out a lot of customers, especially those that maybe have smaller environments, not the hugest budget, or just those uncomfortable environments like, you know, out in the desert under a stairwell in a kitchen closet, whatever the case may be. Uh, so I appreciate the impact you guys are making on the industry and helping out our customers. And uh, I'm really looking forward to doing more business with you guys. Excellent. Thank you guys. Really appreciate your time today and look forward to working with your partners on, on the solution. Perfect. And with that, folks, thanks again for listening to another episode of Aero Bandwidth. Uh, I'm your host, Timor Rasik. And with that, Larry and I fair, uh, bid you all a farewell. Have a great day, folks. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. To contact us on Twitter, use hashtag Aero Bandwidth. And we'll see you next week.